Attention, basketball fans. We are doing something new. We are doing something fun here. We know that the NBA is currently at a halt. They're working to get things back going. But me and Kev are here diving in with the Eastern Conference standings. We're going to jump in with the seeds one through eight and just kind of project what the playoff bracket really would have looked like. So YS. What's up, baby? How we doing? You got the Bucks versus Magic, the one in the eight seed. How's that going to go? All right. Here's how it's going to go. The Bucks are going to win. I'm going to say in four, because at the end of the day, they really don't have anyone to stop Giannis. I mean, they have Vucevic in the paint, but he's not really quick enough to cover him around the perimeter. And Aaron Gordon, I just don't think is is strong enough or big enough to cover him around the perimeter and inside. So unless they do like the Celtics did early in the year and kind of switch off, like have Aaron Gordon cover him on the perimeter with Vucevic shadowing him, kind of like the Celtics did with Marcus Smart and Daniel Tice, then that might work. But but then you get the whole rest of the team to worry about. You got Chris Middleton, Eric Bledsoe. So the Magic aren't a horrible team, but I really don't see them winning a game in that series. Yeah, Kev, I think that they would even be lucky to to just gain that eighth seed. The Bucs are with the clean sweep. I clearly agree with that. The Magic barely deserve the playoff spot as it is, but we're in the East, so we all know how that goes. Kev, going to the two seed, you have the Raptors versus the Nets. Now this is where things can get tricky because the Raptors dominated all during the regular season. But who's to say KD doesn't make a comeback? What do you got for your Raptors versus Nets series? So as you said, I'm going to base this off the fact that Kevin Durant is going to play or would make a comeback. Granted, the playoffs were to start or the NBA comes back and starts the playoffs right away. I'm, I'm taking it as KD's playing. With that being said, KD playing, I think the Nets could steal this. I really do. I think... They have quality big guys. They got Jared Allen, DeAndre Jordan, which, you know, I just think they outpower the Raptors' big men. And they're younger and more athletic. And obviously, you got KD, Karis LeVert, Spencer Dinwiddie. Kyrie was kind of injured to end the year, so I don't know what his status would be. Hence, the NBA comes back. But with KD playing, I, I definitely see it going seven. But I think the Nets would be able to pull it out, especially after losing to the Raptors last year in the finals. I think if KD were to play, then he'd have a, he'd have a serious chip on his shoulder. And we all know how KD is when he has a chip on his shoulder. It's just it, it's just a different breed. So, like I said, with KD playing, I have the Nets in seven. Even though the Raptors have the home court advantage, I have the Nets in seven. Kev, I honestly think that's a stretch. I mean, obviously the Nets have, have the talent and, you know, the names on the roster to compete with the Raptors for sure. Like, a lot of people counted the Raptors out before the season started because, you know, they lost Kawhi. Is that loss? Are they going to be able to, like, recover the same way? That's a team that just competed – you know, in the finals. So I think that, yeah, it probably could go seven. I think that that's a fair statement. But especially where KD's just playing like his first basketball off of that injury, I don't think he's going to be able to play night in and night out and, you know, give 35 plus minutes a game, giving his absolute best. So if that was my choice, I'd personally go in an opposite direction. But but I understand why, why you say that. And that's going to be interesting when we get into the next round. Coming in with the three and six seed, the Celtics versus the 76ers, I think this is going to be a series that, that's at least going to go five or six games. The Celtics really have a hard time playing in Philly. So even with us having home court advantage, you know, we definitely had a lot of injuries to deal with, as did Philly towards the end of the year. I think we are the better team, and that's why I would say five or six games would do it. It would just depend on how efficient and effective we are as a team compared to when, when the layoff started. And, guys, by the way, 
Lewis just came out with a new article. He's not on this basketball episode with us today, but how the COVID-19 will affect all the NBA teams before the layoff, after the layoff. Make sure to go check it out. Really interesting. Lou identified a couple of teams that can really either set a spark or kind of got their momentum killed. So shout out to Lou. Go check that out. But just going to the next series, I have the Heat versus Paces. And Kev, this is a series I think goes seven, regardless if Oladipo is healthy or not, because the Paces were really just kind of playing into their element. And so were the Heat. The Heat were definitely a more dominant home team, but the Paces were just as effective at home. So I think both of those games, when the, when the teams go on the road, w- would be competitive, close games. And looking at the bracket for the Eastern Conference standings, I think between this series and the Raptors versus Nets would probably be the most competitive. So that means that we have going into the next round, we have the Bucks, the Nets, the Celtics, and the Heat. The Heat would definitely take that series versus the Pacers. They were one of the most dominant teams in the Eastern Conference for the year. And definitely credit to Jimmy Butler and all those guys down there for that. As far as the Celtics Sixers series is concerned, I I actually have to I have to disagree with you. I think the Sixers win it in six, and here's why: the biggest reason why we've been so successful against Philly in the playoffs the last couple of years was because of one guy, and that guy is Al Horford, because Al Horford was the only one on our team that could if not shut down Embiid, at least moderate him. You know what I mean? Keep him to that like 15, 20 points and like seven rebounds kind of game, which sounds good, but for Embiid, that's kind of like a bad game. I think that would be the biggest effect because between him and Horford in the paint and then Ben Simmons with his playmaking, I don't really know if our defense could hold up against them in a seven-game series. I really don't because of the loss of Al Horford. But as far as the Heat and the Pacers series are concerned, I agree with you. I think it would go seven either way, definitely. I have to give the edge to the Pacers. Even though the Heat have the best player in the series, in my opinion, in Jimmy Butler, I think the Pacers just have a better all-around team with more experience, just more talent, a better bench, because that does come into play in the playoffs. So. Wow, Kev, going against me twice. That in this second round. But and like it and it ain't gonna be the last time, that's for sure. But like I said, let's move into the second round, Kev. So now we have the Bucks, the Nets, the Celtics, and the Heat. And that's just respecting your picks, respecting my picks. So now we have the Bucks and the Nets playing against each other and the Celtics versus Heat playing against each other. Why don't you tell us what you think for the Bucks and the Nets? Yeah, I mean, this is another one. I think even even with KD playing, and even if Kyrie was playing, I mean, I really just think the Bucks are, besides maybe the Celtics and the Raptors, head over heels for every team in the East. I mean, even the Celtics and the Raptors, I think it would be like a, a five or six game series. I mean, they're just that good. I mean, they, they have the best record in the NBA for a reason. They have the best player in the league one of the best coaches, just everything about the Bucks, they've just, they're just doing it right. And they've been building up the last few years, but yeah, I mean, I really don't see a team in the East beating Milwaukee. I mean, unless the Celtics were to get hot and somehow find themselves in the Western conference finals, I think they're the only team that would have a legitimate shot in beating the Bucks. But as far as the Nets, yeah, I don't see it going more than five, six games. If that. No, that's a fair point. And yeah, I think regardless of the team in the East, they, they would definitely have a hard time keeping up with the Bucks, especially the Celtics. But going to our next series where the Celtics are versing the Heat, even though I'm very confident in the Celtics' ability to, to compete as a team, the Heat were really on something else this year. And I think that would be a, a six or seven game series that, that the Heat would win because of you know, home court advantage. Bam Adebayo was playing unreal, better than any of our bigs. And I think that would 
necessarily be the difference. You know, Tyler Hero is a great role player for them. They've had a lot of acquisitions through the years of, of just role players that, that, you know, really fit in what they're trying to build down in Miami. So I think that the results of the Celtics versus the Heat would definitely be a long series, but I think the Eastern Conference Finals, Kev, would eventually be the Bucks versus the Heat. I can't say I go against your opinion, but I do feel like if the Heat and the Celtics were to match up, that would probably be the best series in the East, no matter where it came, whether it was in the, the conference semis or the conference finals, whatever it may be. But I think I'd give it to the Celtics just because this team's been in the playoffs together for three, four years now. They know how to play with each other in the playoffs. But then again, like you said, the Heat were on fire. No pun intended. You know, Bam out of Biles, obviously way more athletic than any big man we have. And like I always say, Jimmy Butler's top five two-way players in the league. So that's always something to, to keep in mind too. Yeah, Kev, I definitely think, you know, if the Eastern Conference was the Bucks and the Celtics, that that would still be a very competitive series. And I, I think the Celtics find ways to kind of get the Bucks at their best. But I also think the Celtics would have a hard time winning in Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. But Definitely. Moving into the Eastern Conference Finals, where we do have the Bucks versus the Heat. Kev, I think this series is just going six. I don't think it's going seven. And I honestly think the Heat would be lucky if it went six. I think that the Bucks would dominate this series. And even if Jimmy Butler is a great two-way player, I think he would have a lot of trouble stopping Giannis on his own, whether they want to do what you were saying, if the Magic wanted to do switches up on the perimeter and bring it inside and switch to Adebayo. Sure, that would be the case, but I don't even think you would have to switch because you can just kind of leave Giannis open on that three-point line. And even if he hit the shot, inconsistently it's still not enough where you would feel that that he's the threat regardless I think him being the best player in the series would, would definitely carry them to the to the NBA finals no I agree I think the I think the Adebayo Giannis matchup would definitely be I mean I don't want to say in favor of the heat but if there's you know any guy in the east besides really Al Horford that would even have a shot of just throughout the whole game just kind of slowing him down I think it would be Bam Adebayo because he is athletic he's quick He's young. You know what I mean? He's really got all the counterparts to, to Jonas's offense. So I don't know. I mean, that would be a tough one. I agree with you. I don't see it going past six if it even gets to six. But I think those six games would be battles. I think they'd all be, you know, four or five point games. I don't think there'd be any blowouts on Milwaukee's end. But yeah, I agree with you. I don't see it going more than more than six. Absolutely, guys. So next week, we're going to be breaking down our Western Conference standings if they were to end just today. Hopefully in the coming weeks, we find out some more news about the direction of the NBA season. But Kev, even though I don't agree, you know, I I think the Raptors would definitely beat the Nets and your opinions on on a couple of those other East teams don't amuse me. But this was definitely a fun episode. I'm looking forward to next week. Tune in next week, guys. Western Conference, best conference.